Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars. Hello, I'm Sue Minahan. Founding host and astrologer of Talk Cosmos, weekly conversations, awakening your authentic self. Today is Sunday, May 22nd. Follow us, subscribe. We have a weekly email letter, connect to Talk Cosmos YouTube. And we're also on the podcast app, 1150 KKNW YouTube online format. So like us. And because this is our fifth season and we look forward to connecting today. Our subject involves a potent connection with Mars and Jupiter and Aries. It occurs exactly next Sunday on the 29th. But the Aries seed action energy, which, of course, Aries always is its nature to start, begins a few days before, just after this talk, actually. Mars rules the sign of Aries, and it's the first house of the horoscope. And we've been taught a lot about it. We'll find out more about that. It's, is it fiery? Is it instinctive? It activates. We know that for sure. And the gas planet Jupiter is the biggest in the, I was going to say, well, it's on our solar system. It's, it's all of us could get in there together. It, 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 so it touches and expands everything we envision. So we'll find out about these seed energies with our specially picked panel guests tonight and today, depending on where you are. And they've been on special events before. So hopefully they are familiar to you. Otherwise, check out some of the past podcast YouTubes. So I'll introduce each individually. But these three professional astrologies reconnecting tonight will be Linda Berry, vibrational astrologer in Louisville, Kentucky, Israel Ahosi of London, United Kingdom, England, and Marie O'Neill of Santa Rosa, California. So I'll begin with Linda Barry, who has a PAC and MISSW. She received her professional astrology certificate, PAC, in vibrational astrology in 2015 from the Avalon School District. Oh, my goodness, a typo. It is almost, that's right. It is 12 years. Come, yes, or 10 years, if I can add. Yeah. That's, that's a decade, long time. And you studied with David Cochran, who is the founder of Vibrational Astrology, called VA. Linda holds a Bachelor of Psychology, a Master of Science in Social Work, which is the MSSW. She's an international consultant with clients worldwide, teaches VA classes, and the VA research group moderator and author. She created Frequency Finder, a VA add-on to Sirius, a software that I actually have, and Kepler Astrologer Software, a co-author with David Cochran of Vibrational Astrology, Interpreting Aspects, an author of Awakening from Deep Sleep, a spiritual book, remembering who we are. I, I intend to get that. She writes a blog that I receive too and freely distributes it to anyone who wants it. It's called The Vibrational Astrology Diary on Daily planets doing their dance 
with vibrational astrology and Sabian symbols. And she, another older site is Astrological Depth with Trans-Neptunian Objects, 2008 to 2012, which I think is a great resource. And in this last year, again, she's been teaching a new series of courses for the students of vibrational astrology. So thank you very much, Linda. I'm glad you're on again. And Linda was on for the solstice, winter solstice. It was a fascinating talk because, again, as she points out, that energy continues until this upcoming one that we'll be receiving in June. So we have Israel Ahosi, who has a diploma of psychology, astrology. And Israel is a dedicated student teacher of astrology and tarot and the philosophical and esoteric teachings, which he studied and completed with full honors in psychological astrology at the Center of Psychological Astrology in London with renowned, I added renowned, Liz Green, because we all do know Liz Green of some stature in astrology. Israel combines traditional, medieval, psychological, and Vedic techniques to provide his guidance, answers, consultations to students, clients worldwide. Israel Ahosi is currently the president of the Astrological Lodge of London, and much of his studies and practices also include cosmology, mythology, which I'd love to connect with you on, <laughs> occult sciences, the Kabbalah, which again I adore, and shamanism. So thank you, Israel. It's always a great treat. Always yeah, a great, always a great pleasure to be here. It's uh, this is this is my second family, so. Uh, it's oh. wonderful to be here at this time. So yeah, great, great, great to be here. Loving the energy and uh, looking forward. To, I'm feeling the the Jupiter, uh, Mars, Aries energy already. So I'm 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 good to go. <laughs> oh, it will be. And and actually, I will say to the audience, Israel was on March 20th and April 10th. And the March 20th was about the uh, maybe the well astrology day. And April 10th was with Wendy Stacy, and it was about. The other conjunction with Jupiter, which was with Neptune. Okay, yeah. last and never least is Marie O'Neill. Marie has an MBA and is the founder of Padma Life Coaching, located in Santa Rosa, California. She, Marie, for many years, has experience as life coach, astrologer, speaker, coach, past life regression facilitator, and lecturer. She's a distinguished Toastmaster through Toastmasters International. Marie is on the board of directors with TEDx in Sonoma County and an astrology mentor with FCEA. Marie, what is FCEA? I've been meaning to ask you. It is the Forest Center for Evolutionary <gasps> Astrology. Oh, yes. It's, there it's Stephen, For Stephen Forrest started a school last year, last January. I remember it, Katie was yes. on with you. Yes. Yes. And it Katie. is it is just a wonderful school. So it we the, the letters are F C E A. So but it's the yes. Forest Center for Evolutionary Astrology. Well, and you we can will, find it online. Yeah. We will add that in your bio. Thank you so oh, much. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. And in addition, Marie lectures at numerous astrology conferences. She added published author in 2021 with her book and the lotus open marie facilitates a virtual healing retreat presented by padma life coaching twice a year the dates change every year so thank you marie 
And oh my goodness, thank you. you are welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you Israel. for having yeah. me. <laughs> and Israel. Well, this is quite, you're all adventurous and it's a gesture of the bountifulness of both these planets that here you've never spoken perhaps with each other and you come from yeah. totally different parts of the world. I'm in Hawaii. We have California, Kentucky, and Europe, England. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, we have various charts. I have charts and Linda who does vibrational astrology has quite a few charts. So I was thinking, how do we begin this whole thing? And in some ways, we could look immediately at a chart. And then again, I was thinking in some ways there's not necessarily strategy. I had a note to myself about strategy, but I don't think Aries is really strategic. I think it gets strategic after it discovers what it has encountered. Then it starts building on those other cardinal factors. So, oh yes, this is so yeah. true, <clears throat> so true about Aries. It's, it, I mean, one of the things with Aries it, it, esoterically is it needs to actually stop and think before it takes action, and if it stops and thinks first, it's unstoppable. Wow, and this will be mm -hmm. fascinating to see how that, that, that I like mm -hmm. that. I have an Aries North node. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, when we did the um, research on Aries and looked at the charts of the very strongest Aries people, I think you all find this interesting, we found that the thing that they all had in common was that they went out and did their own thing and they didn't pay any attention to what other people thought about it. Right. So uh, that um, one of them is really interesting. In France, he spent his, he was a postman, which is not the kind of job you think of Aries having. But he spent all of his time when he wasn't working, building a castle on the proper, on his property. And it's, it's a tourist attraction now. It's got rooms and doors and windows and I, I mean, you know, stones mm -hmm. piled, all these stones. You, it, It's amazing. And that, that was how he did Aries, was he yeah. built a castle. That, that is interesting. It, it, it is. It's so personal. It is our, yeah. one of our very personal signs. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think also we, when we take into account that, you know, um, Aries being ruled by the planet Mars, um, there's something quite, um, uh, you know, real energetic and impulsive and uh, the need for potency, to, dis uh -huh. to display potency. And I feel this is one of the reasons, as, uh, you know, the two previous uh, wonderful women have correctly stated, that there is this, um, you know, a kind of like a get-out-my-way attitude, I'm, I'm going to do it my way, um, uh, I, I'm just trying to think of a few uh, famous, uh, uh, you know, Maya Angelou, Van Gogh, um, Elton John, Lady Gaga, uh, are people who come to mind, uh, Jackie Chan, um, Hugh Hefner, 
um, uh, you know, uh, uh, just a number of a few, uh, you know, Aries uh, 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 sun sign people who they seem to have been pioneers and leaders in their field in some way, shape or form, the ability to just say, look, I, I'm going to do it my way. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and, and it is what it is. Uh, um, uh, nobody's going to stop me. Um, you know, the, the, the power, the strength of Mars is, is, is assisting them in some way, shape or form mm -hmm. to go out there and be potent and to be, and to be first yeah. in some kind of way. Cause we have to also remember it's the first Zodiac sign, uh, um, you know, for us in the Northern hemisphere, it's mm -hmm. the, time of the year when the the flowers are blooming and they, they, they're shooting out and 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 if we just you know it's, it's when the sun ingresses into the into Aries is when we associate with the vernal equinox you know the yes. beginning the Absolutely. animals are coming out of hibernation you know the, the rams are bucking you know that, that that's the month where the rams yeah. are bucking for that for that potent spot for that fertile spot so yeah um the, yeah. the Aries energy is, is of one that of that definitely needs to be recognized and um, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so interesting because so many people, I, I, so many people have an issue with the Aries energy and forgetting that you can't contain that Aries energy. Esoterically, Aries is that spark of light. It is that initial spark from the divine. It comes down through Aries first. Mm -hmm. That's where the ideas come from. Mm -hmm. And of course, esoterically, Aries is ruled by um, Mercury. M Mercury, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, 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 which, which really adds another dimension to it. <laughs> I mean, Mars is there, of course, yeah. exoterically, but once Aries, once that Aries soul or individual has lifted their consciousness up, oh my goodness, then yeah. Mercury kicks in yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's a first ray uh, sign, so that means that it's the will. It's the yeah. will of God, yeah. Aries. And yeah. Anyway, fascinating love. And we couldn't do anything without Aries. We wouldn't yeah. accomplish anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. true. I think, shall yeah. we, I, I, I don't know if Linda has something to add before I bring on the first chart. I was going to bring on that chart. Did you have something you wanted to? Yeah, I um, just want to make a shout out to the Southern Hemisphere. I and, was thinking that too. Thank you. And that, um, <laughs> yeah, we can't leave them out. Where, where, no, where this is the beginning of fall. And I think it's important that we separate our symbolism from the seasons and include both mm. hemispheres. And um, yeah. that means that Aries is this initiating spark. Yeah. yeah. But that, no question about that. But it's mm. not necessarily the flowers blooming in the spring. It is really yeah. a, 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 a concept that I know astrology at large is all embracing. And, yeah. and, and I know both of you, Israel and Marie yeah. and, and Linda, myself, all of us, we've heard this conversation. Yeah. And it is. And so I appreciate yeah. how in our experience is so true what you're saying, yeah. have, have shared. Yeah. 
but it, it's it's that's a whole nother context that I would just love to really grasp. Wouldn't that yeah. be fun to explore? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. to get the start? Because yeah. then yeah. it makes you think like, okay, if the sun is is my own experience, just flipping it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look. Unless Israel, you have something to say. Okay. No, no. I was just gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I was supporting what Linda was saying, and, and that is correct. Uh, but I feel. At the end of the day, because astrology, as we know, has also adapted to its cultures and its surrounding for the people who are practicing it. So we do bear that in mind. But for those people in the Southern Hemisphere, it doesn't detach or uh, uh, or dismiss them in any way because it's we still have mm. that initiation. We still yes, have that initiating absolutely. point, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which which brings in so. Whether it's initiating going up or going down, depending on one's interpretation, yep. something is being initiated. It's still yeah. a beginning yeah. of something. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah. This is very true because I was just thinking with all analogies, it's an analogy. So yeah. it's yeah. very true. Yeah. But it yeah. would still be so exciting to start thinking of analogies that work in the reverse. So let's yes. think yeah. of all of this. Maybe we'll get on for another talk. Jot <laughs> uh, that down. So here yeah, we it have- has to do with that point of equal balance. Yeah. Yeah. That that Aries and, and Libra cross mm-hmm. the line at that point of equal balance. But, yeah. And, and the light. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and whichever one you're going toward, it's it, it, in the fall. It's more of a balance that's moving into the relationships we need to, to survive the cold months. But right. it's still Aries is still an initiating force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. this helps me too because as we progress with astrology and the consciousness of, I mean, it's all related. There is absolutely this all the conversation about patriarch has to do with the masculine and the feminine, which of course gets back to how we look at Mars and Venus and how to describe them away from some of this uh, physicality that we've been approaching. And so what I'm thinking is just like the equinoxes that, um, that relate to that energy too. What you're saying, Linda reminds me of that. I often think of the Aries as an assertive, you know, which is versus the Venus or the the, the other, you could say, of relationships, like you're saying, of mm-hmm. in, in, in the interior. So this is good. We're kind of expanding right here. Yeah. I mean, and as you know, all of these signs and, and well, especially the planets, they're both masculine and feminine. Yeah. yeah. We just... We just put that label, we just put a label on them that Mars is masculine only, but Mars Mm -hmm. can be equally, Mars has a feminine side. I mean, you know, because we live in a dualistic world, so Mm -hmm. there's always masculine. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's a whole... This bridges into the whole concept, <laughs> yeah. right? Of yeah, why and how that I love. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's, I, I think we have to remember that all, all, all the planets, other than the luminaries, which Sun ruling Leo and Moon ruling uh, uh, Cancer, uh, traditionally they all of the planets rule a masculine and a feminine sign. So um, it's something that we we must. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, take that into consideration that they, they all rule one masculine and one feminine sign each. So mm-hmm. you, you are correct mm-hmm. in what you're saying there that, yeah, uh, um, 
that there is feminine side to them too. Yeah. yeah. There may be an emphasis on a masculine kind of energy, but mm-hmm. the feminine quality is always good. You you can't have one without the other. Right. Uh, yeah, you, can't. you certainly can't count Scorpio out. Yeah, well <laughs> no. <laughs> no, sorry, no, no. <laughs> you really can't. Yeah. 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 yeah, and you think about when astrology was created or, or, Mm. you know, by our ancestors, we were still Mm. dealing with patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But that's another whole story. I think that's when it started getting recorded because they know that there is like in Siberia, the tusk, the bone, whether it was a tusk or a bone that was like, thousands of years mm. before mm. where it had the stars. So it's just our way of, 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 of going from the talking and sharing that was mm. always the oratory right. method into the, the written right. method. Right. And in a sense, that goes right along with astrology. We have the nonverbal uh, Aries, the artistic, you know, the, 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 the vision, the, the imagery of Aries and Taurus. And then we get into the Gemini. Yeah, Gemini is the first. Gemini really is the first. Is is really the first word. Yeah, yeah, the tool maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean yeah. we don't have we don't have voice before that. No. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, we don't have words at least. We don't have words. Yeah, words. that's right. right. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. Yeah, we don't which have makes words. you think maybe song was first because you think of like sound Taurus. with Taurus. Yeah. Da, 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 or like rock a bye. You didn't say rock a bye, and they didn't have that lullaby, but still the mother and the baby, you know. Yeah. Or, or the, the, the warrior two, going, oh, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the first two zodiac signs symbolically, I, I tend to look on them as Aries, perhaps giving us that first spark of light. Uh, um, you know, it's quite interesting if we look at perhaps. Uh, cosmologies, I mean, the Bible, for example, it, it, it starts with, you know, the first that, you know, God said, let there be light. That's like the first mm-hmm. creation uh, kind of thing. So we get that first spark. And then Taurus gives us the, the earthiness, the, 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 the ground uh, mm-hmm. uh, in order that's going to support that world. Mm-hmm. And then Gemini gives us the air to communicate and animate, uh, yeah. um, yes. uh, the, the, you know, the world. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? I just have to say this, I, whether it's sacrilegious or whether it's great or whatever, but yeah. I was just thinking that the baby was Israel, I think. No, not Israel. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> it means, yes, it was. And it means laughter. And so there yeah. had to be joy, right? Uh, had to go yeah. jump from the fourth to the fifth. Like, let's yeah. have some fun. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. You know, this, this, is so, this is so interesting because... Um, I've done a whole lot of work with the Sabian symbols. And when you look at them spiritually, you end up with Aries being the time when you're in the womb. And the end of Aries is the birth. Okay. That's what happens in the Sabian symbols. Symbols. That 29 degree of Aries, right? It's when the baby is born. Well, 30 of Aries, which remember the symbols go to the higher degree. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so 30, right, yeah. of, 30 of Aries is the last degree. And the symbol is 
a duck pond and its brood. Isn't that a perfect symbol for birth? Yeah. Into the limited space of, into the the duck pond, the circle of time Mm -hmm. and space, Mm -hmm. and the ducks sitting in there, the birth process. Wow. Yeah. I just just, think about that last degree as being a critical degree. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think it rules my eighth house, the last degree. Oh, Aries? <laughs> right, no, no, sorry. Yeah. Which is a house of rebirth, so you, you've got the yeah. birth there still coming yeah. through. Um, so, and then yeah. all my little oh. ducks in Taurus are sitting in there. <laughs> Yours and mine both. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, Marie and I have the same uh, ascendant, 29 Virgo. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I suppose uh, also as well, uh, if we were to look at that uh, as Aries being in the womb, I suppose one could, uh, th- there could be, uh, not an argument, but perhaps, uh, you know, a suggestion that while in the womb, al- although we may not have physically manifested, which could be linked with Taurus, uh, the, the, the life is there. Uh, you yeah, know, we're, kick, we're, 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 we're kicking, you know, um, there is something uh, very Martian-like that's happening while we're in the womb, while we're kicking and, and moving and, and, and that spark of light, you know, is, 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 is there in, in many ways. It just hasn't um, had any solid uh, physical uh, formulation yet or, or, or strength to uh, to to provide or to support itself yet, mm-hmm. um, so it's it's in that very early stage, which one could uh, many people have seen Aries as uh, a very youthful, young, uh, mm-hmm. na- you know, naive, uh, you know, undeveloped kind of zodiac sign. Uh, um, so yeah, it, it it would kind of tie in I with think that uh, yeah. comes, if I might say so. Yeah, that comes from Capricorn, <clears throat> which is the third sign in the cardinal cross. So, you know what I mean? It, it's always mm. like, who is speaking? Right. Who is giving this determination? Because it, it's all relative. But, but this yeah. is good. Can we, let's look at the chart. We have a couple yeah, minutes. Yeah, let's look at one. Yeah. No, we, we've only got a few minutes left, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this has been great. I love all of your comments. So here we have the conjunct, for those that can't see it, because not everybody can see it, Jupiter yeah. and Mars on the 29th. And this right. is in Greenwich at 10.30 in the morning and mm-hmm. uh, 35 seconds, if we want to be exact. Yeah. It's at three degrees in 19 minutes. And right. so Pisces is still in its, its it, it, uh, Neptune's in Pisces, but it's, um, and this is not whole signs. This is uh, porphyry. Uh, and uh, anyway, and amazingly, right. we have 28 degrees, which was regulus, although now it's gone to one degree, I mean, zero degrees. Right. Virgo. So, Anybody has it's in the eighth house for the world. So as we yeah. were talking about Aries, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's it's. I was just gonna say. I mean, um, by it being in the eighth house, um, which is somewhat of an you know, if we you know, for those people who align signs with houses, you know, again, that would correspond with a kind of scorpionic house in some mm-hmm. kind of way. But I, I feel the, uh, there's a huge, there seems to be a huge eighth house energy. 
um, which often allows us to perhaps connect with people on a very deep level. Uh, it's, it's often very psychological, uh, but the AFAS is also known as shared resources also as well. So perhaps there seems to be a lot of energy in and around um, situations that are connected with our resources. I know there's been a lot of talk on uh, about the situation with oil, especially with the situation with Russia and Ukraine and petrol and and, and, like and, who's and just recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who in a sense who's defending whose rights? Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Should we before we thank you very much, Israel? That that really yeah. gives a snapshot of what the current world could be and, and yeah. what we're emphasizing. Linda, I'm interested in knowing, did you want to talk about the Sabian symbols for four degrees of mm. either we Jupiter? We certainly do that. I've got it here. And then that'll um, take us to the half Okay, hour. so yeah. let's um, see yeah. if I can get this here. You know, while she's getting that Sabian symbol, you know, when I look at Mars and Jupiter together in Aries, that's a hell of a lot of heat. Yeah. And the yeah. eighth house. Yeah. And that and you you think about hidden secrets, you you know, and I mm. I, I still believe you, because we're looking at the occult, we're looking because that's also the house of the occult. Mm. And you know, I, I I know it's not the sixth house, but I could see easily more deaths. Yeah. Well, it, it is endings and beginnings. It, it yeah. truly is endings and beginnings. And we, of yeah. course, with that in mind, people keep emphasizing, well, it doesn't have to be actual death, but hey, it can be. It can and be. there is yeah. a cycle that begins and ends, and that's part of astrology. Let's come back. Okay, I've got of, the um, Sabian symbols here. Okay, but you know what? Let's come back to that because we'll just take a little break for a moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we'll be back. And I have with me, this is on May 22nd, talking on Talk Cosmos with a great panel, Israel Ahosi, Marie O'Neill, and Linda Berry. And we'll be right back. Thank you. take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the period of Gemini. By leaving a cycle based on physical form, integrated through spirit, the energy of Gemini connects spirit with matter, focused on communicating and defining the external. Gemini is a mutable air sign signifying flexibility. Gemini duly focuses upon teaching and learning in order to synthesize the world one lives within. Hi, it's Dr. Laura Tad, and I wanted to let you know about my course in personal mythology. Now offered as a self-paced online class, you can explore the stories you live by and those you have inherited from your ancestors, culture, and society. This course comes with eight 30-minute check-ins with me as you move through each of the modules. Enrollment is ongoing. For more information or to register, please go to my website, mythicsky.com. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. 
Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk 1150 AM, where we discuss the meaningfulness of our roots in the stars. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. Oh, good. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for keeping us here and listening to Talk Cosmos today. Linda. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and share that Sabian symbol for four degrees, which rounds off. Oh, here we are. Good. Mm. All right. So Okay. This is now these are the interpretations I got um pushed to put in for these patterns. So they're not necessarily what you might be used to. The and these are Mark Edmund Jones and Elsie Wheeler's um Sabian symbols rather than the modified ones that Dane Rudger did. So the symbol for um, the conjunction is two str- lovers strolling through a secluded walk, mm. which has to do with being aware of the polarization of your basic essence into two modes of aspiration, the masculine and the feminine, the active and the receptive, and the need for the flow of love to link them together. Wow. Now, go ahead. Okay. I also do the soul and the spirit pattern for that particular position where the conjunction occurred. I, if you want to see those. Okay. Here, I'm just, what, if I may comment though, this to me is really the essence of healing in many ways. You know, when I consider that uh, of any duality that we have to 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 to, sep- to stop the separation from ourselves with nature, with ourselves yeah. from other people, whatever it might be, and it it really also is the essence of life, the active and the receptive. Because I know with Kabbalah, mm-hmm. you know, for I think many of us, and I know Israel, you do. I've done a little study on it with some mm-hmm. of the letters in particular. Well, various yeah. aspects of it, and that's really, really what I got from the first two letters for Aries and Taurus was that mm-hmm. whole life force that I realized wasn't separated by days or months or years, but like every little moment of life was happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is incredible that. Um... Yeah, this yeah. is actually the whole basis for our existence, the merging of these <laughs> two energies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we're really yeah. working to do. And it's just yeah. taking lifetimes and lifetimes to to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in some ways, I 
I will say I have a book in my brain that I've had for years, most of my life. And I haven't written because for many reasons and I still haven't. But in a sense, this is exactly what the essence of it is. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of how to get that out and, you know, through a story form. Well, I tell you what, you need to do that because I know (laughs) of an astrologer who has had a book that he was planning on writing. Mm. And he's and he's now gone, and oh, the book's yeah. never been written. Yeah. Well, there is that right. factor. If that's the case, just stick the lily on and say life went on. <laughs> <laughs> Susan means lily also, yeah. but, but no, I, I I have to trust. I will trust. And, and but thank you for that, Marie. I I think yeah. you're right because I house realize, person, you know. <laughs> well, I did realize if we have goals, and I was because. I always think, well, I'll do it at a certain time in life. And I'll think, you know, that time in life isn't that far away. Yeah. It's I mean, not I've been on the planet for a while. Yeah. <laughs> that time so, is not promised. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Well, okay. That, yeah, not promised. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to think about that one. Not, not, okay. not, not that one down. <laughs> now, the fear-based protective ego pattern of actions and achievements this is the the other side, the show, yeah. Mars and Jupiter. And were you going to say it isolated, separated? That's it. Yeah, that's it. So um, out of touch. Okay. So you were going to go on with something else, right? We're, um, we're with you. There is. There are thirteen possible soul patterns for the degree between three and four of Aries, oh. and the soul pattern that the Mars Jupiter conjunction in is in is this one which is actually 14 a taurus um shellfish uranus frogging. is right now what's that oh. that's where uranus is right now yeah 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 shellfish groping and children playing um having to do with feeling things out connecting in groping around in playing in order to embrace all the levels of yourself. So really, this makes me realize that this conjunction is what I'd hoped. Yeah. That it's not just a matter, well, I'll, I'll rephrase it. Remembering that we've, we're, we're transiting into this new 200-year conjunction cycle with Jupiter and Saturn in air, Mm -hmm. leaving the material world of 200 years where we had the industrial revolution, not to say that, you know, we're, but, but recalibrating things Mm -hmm. that in, in order to come to our whole self, we have to get the spirit to us. And Mm -hmm. the last time we had this, because in the cycle of Mars and Jupiter, if you, if you do a, electional search on Hmm. it it's kind of irregular but the last time the only thing i could find of some factor was when eris e-r-i-s the goddess of discord Hmm. i know uh was in aries was back in the late 1300s 1384 Mm -hmm. to 14 something and during that time there was a lot it, it preempted the reformation meaning that people were saying the 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 talk was from that we people have the power of 
of of of the experience you not the bible yeah. uh, it was the bible not the priest not the church so yeah. now we're going into a new dimension of this like here it's saying all levels of yourself mm -hmm. mm. yeah and yeah. the spirit pattern underneath it the spirit wisdom principle that That's is carried on. by this mars jupiter conjunction is 22 of libra a child giving birds a drink at a fountain. Mm, that's beautiful. Wow. Drawing, wow, yeah, that is. Drawing I from like the that. Yeah. The fountain of spiritual nourishment, drawing from the fountain of spiritual nourishment, replenishing yourself and generously sharing with those around you who are not able to obtain it for themselves. Right. So that is, you know, the way I look at this is this is the aspiration mm -hmm. this is yeah. this is the goal yeah and it's up to humanity to actually right. achieve that goal or not to put this principle into operation or mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh oh i see so it's 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 the Fertile growth, but whether or not a person chooses to plant that seed or, or to exactly right, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the seed, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and the seed will be planted at that conjunction, right? Yeah, Israel, right. What, yeah. what were you going to say? Remember, no, I was going to say what the universe is pushing toward, and we can either go with it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as as the saying goes, when life throws you lemons you make lemonade yeah. uh, this is what mm -hmm. the, the, the cosmos is is giving us um this wonderful um mars jupiter conjunction in the sign of aries which is ruled by mars so mars is very comfortable very dignified and strong there mm -hmm. um and also as well um by uh, rules of tradition we have something that's known as essential dignity and um, there's a part of the essential dignities that's known as the terms, where a zodiac sign is divided into five sections, and each section is governed by allotted to a particular planet. Now, the first six degrees of Aries is the terms of Jupiter. So Jupiter is also in his own terms. So traditionally, the, the, this is actually seen as a very, very strong Jupiter. Um, uh, we also have something that's known as Seth, and Jupiter's uh, one of the uh, uh, um, triplicity rulers of the fire signs. So he's in a fire sign where he's very well, very well placed. He's in his terms. So Jupiter's very strong. Mars is very, very strong also as well. And they are really giving us that ability to really go out there and expand. Mm -hmm. We know Jupiter's all about expansion. Um, he's the planet of fertility, he's the planet of growth, development, um, and he's also a very spiritual planet also as well. So mm. let's not forget this. Um, um, you know, uh, with this Mars-Jupiter, it can really allow us to perhaps maybe expand our philosophical yes. and spiritual disciplines mm -hmm. and principles, understanding of the world also as well, and allow us to really plant something that can be there as a, as a right. legacy for the future that can yeah it, that is it, so true 
Mm. Yeah, and it seems that was exactly what I was suggesting. Yeah. Looking back in time, j- just from when Eris is is joining the party in 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 Aries, yeah. which yeah, yeah, which, um, yeah. Is, you know the yeah. other the the other thing with Jupiter in Israel that was wonderful. Uh, mm. it, this is what you uh, just said. Yeah. The other thing to add on is Jupiter. It does, of course, expand everything it touches. It's the Santa yeah. Claus planet, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with Jupiter, the question that each individual has to ask themselves and humanity needs to ask itself, because this is mm-hmm. this is happening for humanity. Yeah. How have we underestimated ourselves? Oh. That is the question that Jupiter always asks. Because usually wherever Jupiter is placed is where we have underestimated ourselves. And it's time for us to go big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let's look Not at this. to take risk. I love this. Okay. Let's look at I this mean, to chart. to take risk. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sure. Thank you, Marie. Because Linda's uh, chart here has Homea, the planet of rebirth, which right. means possibly we're not looking at our rebirth here, uh, Marie. Okay. Which is One perfect. of the. I love this. Yeah. One of the very interesting things here is that for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. Eris and Haumea are within orb of opposition to each other. Right. Right now, that's less than four degrees mm-hmm. in the orb. And so what we have here is Venus conjunct Eris with Haumea opposite it, and look at what this T-square is. Pluto. Mm-hmm. It, for, that, it creates a T-square with Pluto. Pluto. And so this is a piece of the message of this conjunction, is that we must include the balance, the growth, mm-hmm. and the beauty of Venus in order mm-hmm. to have the rebirth that we need. And we must do the Pluto work. Yep, and that, exactly. Yeah, yeah. To, to achieve yeah. that, yeah. So let's Pluto expand, work has to be done. So expand on that, Marie. Please. Well, with, you know, as we know with a T-square, the resolution point here is the square between Pluto and the other, mm-hmm you know, the other planets and, and with Pluto, it's that deep psychological work. This is one of the reasons I believe we've had the viruses, you know, sending us back to our room, so to speak, so that we could do that deep transformative work. And some people are, have done it or have begun or, you know, are moving forward. It's only if you do that deep Pluto work, it, you can actually expand the way Jupiter really wants you to expand. Well, it, yeah. thank you. Yes, I love this because we have shadow. It's shining light. And that's what Eris does too. I've mm-hmm. been studying with, I know that um, I'm so grateful, Linda, that your interest in these dwarf planets also mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Alan Clay, who I've been taking his courses for the last year, and with mm-hmm. Eris, he keeps saying it shines light. Mm. That's really a great way, and that nobody can escape. That's the thing. Everybody's included, you know, there's nobody's out. So, therefore, if we have Eris, the Mm. lady of discord, 
yeah. goddess of discord, which is not really her intention. It was just because people had been left right. out and yeah. not everything had been included. And she's with Venus, which is so amazing because that's just mm. part of the whole mythology that, yeah. of course, um, Aphrodite had the chosen because of the love yeah. factor that we need. <laughs> yeah, to that, that, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so here we have like, she's shining light. You could say Pluto wants to dig down and say, where have we mm. a, 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 refused those persons our love because that's that shadow part of ourselves that I can't even recognize. And therefore they own it, not me, you know, that yeah, type of yeah, a thing. Yeah. And Hamea, she's the goddess, I mean, of, of rebirth that comes from yeah. Hawaii here. Yeah. And it's where it's really birthing everything. You know, the yeah. only one that she really birthed was Pele, the volcano. You know, we had an earthquake last night. Yeah. I was in bed with my husband. And all of a sudden, I thought, is that a trick? And it's only the fans going and the windows are rattling. <laughs> it was an earthquake. It was just two miles out of Kailua Kona, which is not at the volcano. So anyway, it was four and a half. Well, I mean, but if you think about Pele and what she is, she is raw fire. She is yes. Aries if, if you... Oh, yes. yes. But all the rest, Hamea burst everybody else, but not, yeah. uh, but from all parts of her body. So yeah. she's total rebirth. Yeah. I rebirth. think these planets, the T square, the whole combination is really showing us and showing humanity at the world at large that we are going through times where there is going to be some strife and discord. And out of that, um, the, the the rebirth you know, right. happens uh, w w without it. Um, uh, the whole purpose of Aries is that, you know, sometimes as human beings, when we, you know, because we're creatures of habit and we get complacent and we, we hang on to things maybe for longer than we should. Uh, and, and we have that Aries Pluto energy, which is trying to show us that, look, we need to change and transform and we need to let go of things, uh -huh. you know, that have become perhaps corrupted and, and 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 we we got to release them and let them go, uh, and 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 it's all about that rebirth. But we we have to go through some kind of strife or discord. We may get shaken up a bit, right. but and and tying that in with the Mars Jupiter in Aries, it's a huge energy. It's really giving us a real big boost. It's giving us that rocket so that we can plant those seeds and we can say, right, okay. Um, I, I've shedded what I've needed to shed. I've mm, recognized the uh -huh. strife, the discord, and the rebirth is taking us in this new direction, um, okay. uh, bringing it all together. Yeah. Well, and we're going to go through this transformation whether we want to or not. <laughs> yeah. It's, Particularly with Eris acting. Yeah. yeah. Eris yeah. will... In, and, and if you got Eris and Pluto together, oh my. Right, yeah. And, oh, yeah. That's now, why, yeah. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah. the, the, you notice it in the natal chart here. The, the, the Mars, Jupiter, um, and it has a wide connection to Neptune, um, mm -hmm. but it's not really aspected. The standard aspects don't get it. But in vibrational astrology, we work with all the aspects, no. all the, the things that are called minor aspects we found are not minor. And 
we get the we can see how they operate in the vibrations. So let mm -hmm. me just show you real quickly here. Goody. Oh, okay. This is fun. <laughs> okay, I was just trying to find the particular place. This mm. is the strongest place. Right here. This is the strongest concept. This is 104 has more energies in the natal chart, more aspects than any other um, vibration. You d divide the chart by 104, 104 mm -hmm. pieces, and you've got more hits than anywhere else and here's the thing let me just give you just a real quick summary on that and i think you this will make sense to everybody 104 is 13 times 8 and 13 is about tapping down into the special essence of who you are and expressing mm -hmm. that and the 8 is about the manifestation or making that work in the world so mars jupiter is most strongly saying that we need to tap into the essence of ourselves and make that and bring that out and express it in the world. And look at here, it's Mercury opposite the, the Jupiter Mars. The Mercury, the esoteric ruler of Aries. Yeah, and that yeah, tells yeah, you yeah, the, yeah. If the challenge that we're having or going to have actually do that with it being uh, in opposition so yeah. it's mercury going, is it's in down. virgo yeah go yeah. ahead go ahead mm -hmm. <laughs> well mercury yeah mercury's in virgo so it's like coming up with the systems to do this yeah. work the the structure and to make the, it practical in virgo yeah, as well it's, yeah it's mm -hmm. like to make it practical. yeah yeah exactly practical in yeah. virgo but look at where the mars jupiter first of all it joins with saturn and venus and they're all in Pisces. Now, this is because just so, oh, we have only a couple of minutes. Yeah. Well, this is really amazing. When you say the eight and 13, that relates right, you know, me taking all personal here, but it's so perfect. Well, so as a takeaway, we are essentially pioneering to receive life so that we can figure out that internal process so that we can really be whole and yeah. exert ahead. Yeah. Right. Most definitely. Yeah. We wow. all can contribute the true deep essence of ourself. Bring that out and yep. express it with others. And don't underestimate Yes. That you yes. can do this. Do this. Yeah. Right. And, and in a sense here, and thank you, Nathan, we can take away with the charts now. Nathan, yeah, yeah. thank you. When, oh, did I lose somebody? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no, no I just All right. very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just you know stopped sharing because yeah. now I can see everybody oh, again. Good. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you know, and I, and I think a lot of it, going back to the Capricorn, that and we have about a minute here, we can talk a little bit, is a matter of, of losing, of deconditioning. Losing yeah. what we consider of the past, honoring perhaps that essential um, purpose of it, but not trying to replicate, allowing us to go ahead. It's a complicated thing. I can see that this is integral energy, uh, but we're many, it's going to be a, a continued journey, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Definitely a it's always a journey. journey.
Well, I love having you. Israel Hosted, Linda Berry, and Marie O'Neill. We're coming back again, I trust. Check our website and find out more about these wonderful souls. And thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway. 